This is Mel Stewart, and this is a GMM takeover of the Swim Swim podcast. Joining me is Coleman Hodges, the man on deck, sometimes had a production. And today we have one of the most exciting swimmers in history, one of the greatest men on the planet. If you're a swimmer and you are not thinking the same thing that I'm thinking, I don't know if I can be your friend. He's two-time Olympic champion, 13-time world champion, 19-time world champion, if you count short course meters, Caleb Dressel. What's up, guys? <laughs> Looking for the latest swim technology from the fastest brands? Find the right suit for you with Swim Outlet's 2020 Tech Suit Review. Available now at swimoutlet.com slash blog. Well, when I, with an intro like that, you got to comment hot. Like, like I know. this is 17 you, seconds in a 50-yard free. You took care of it. I got nothing else besides what's up, guys. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're just going to put it all out in the open. Uh, Coleman and I got on the podcast a full 10 seconds ahead of, of the Sprint Master Caleb Dressel, and we were we were taking a lot of satisfaction in that fact. No, they were on. Don't let them lie to you guys. They were on 10 seconds early because I was watching my thing count down. I would have been on on time, but then I realized how bad the lighting was in my room. It was like pitch black, so I had to open my blinds. That's the reason I was late. So I have a pretty solid excuse. We false started. That's what happened. It's exactly <laughs> what it was. You guys were 10. It was 10 seconds early. <laughs> 10 seconds early. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. We, we have something very, very special to talk to you about today. And we're going to get into it after about 60 seconds, but we have to kind of build into it and give you a lead up. You know, we're, we're talking to you from the Swim Swam podcast and SwimSwam.com is the biggest swimming media company on earth, but we don't have the best swimming media on earth. The best piece of swimming media on earth right now is Dressel Dissects. <laughs> it's that, it's the, it is these YouTube videos where you are breaking down your races. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I am. I, I watch it. I watch it over and over. Um, so, so you know, where does that come from? Where, where are you like? Yeah, this is simple. This is cool. But this, I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, man, that actually makes me happy. That you said that. Um, yeah. I mean, I wanted, I wanted something a little. I, I don't know. I kind of started messing with my YouTube channel really during um, the quarantine. Just I wanted some way to engage with um, my audience that was wasn't just an Instagram post or Twitter. So. I've had my channel since high school. I would post, you know, dumb videos, GoPro videos I made and stuff. So I was like, well, um, you know, I wanted to do something more swim related. So I've always enjoyed the nerdy side of the sport of swimming, especially regarding stroke technique and how something that works for me might not work for someone else and just diving in and completely obsessing over stroke technique. So I was like, well, let's just kind of dive into some old races, some best times, some bad swims, and let's just see what happens. So I'm on numbers. I've done six so far of some of my best races. I've even gone back to high school, but it's fun. I enjoy, I enjoy kind of picking apart my races. Um, I realize in the comment section, I'm, I guess, pretty hard on myself, um, critique wise, but it's been a blast, man. You know, watching my progression from even the races I've done since high school and seeing the changes I've made in my, in my races and even being like, Oh, that's something that I feel like I should still be doing. Um, so it's been it's been really really fun to kind of uh, approach the sport in a more technical manner um, and engaging with the audience um, in doing so. When I was a child, and I would think of what swimming, what would make swimming cool in the future, it would have been Mapiandi doing exactly what you're doing. And so, if, like, if it, this is like this is like the Jetsons, this is like the moving sidewalk, and I've got a robot who cleans my house. You know, in the swimming version of it, it would be. Caleb Dressel doing Dressel dissects. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, they've been they've been really really fun so far. So I enjoy doing it, and I think it's good for me to be able to, you know, look at old races because it's something that actually used to make me pretty nervous and anxious. Like it'd get my heart rate going, but now I'm I'm comfortable doing it because of the dissect. So it's a it's a fun little getaway. All right, that was our lead in. This is why you're here. This is why we, we want to blast this news out to the world. Let everybody know that Dressel Dissects is just an appetizer. This is. is just the beginning. And it's a, I mean, I think what, what, what you get, if you, you need to just drop in and see these videos if you haven't. If you haven't, you're, you're really missing out. Um, they need to go to your YouTube channel. Is it just Caleb Dressel? Is that the YouTube channel? Yeah, it's just Caleb Dressel. And then it's the technical name is actually Stroke Dissect, but I kind of like Dressel Dissect better, so I might steal that from you, to be honest. I just branded that for you, buddy. That's, that's nice. 20 years of media training. Dressel Dissects. You got it. That's okay, awesome. I, just, I, just that DD. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going off there. I'm, we're going to get to the special announcement, but I just got to say one more thing. <laughs> when I watch that, I'm like, I think I know what's going on here. Caleb Dressel is aiming for Rowdy Gaines' job. Oh. <laughs> I gotta, my, my, voice, my, my voice has got to get a little squeakier. I got to get a little older before I can take the job. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Well, you know what? Rowdy's going to retire by the time you would take a spin in the chair if you ever wanted to take a spin in the chair. So no disrespect to, to Rowdy. We love him. Um, here's why we're here. So it is an appetizer, Dressel Dissects, which is the new branding of the videos that you're going to do from now going forward because it's brilliant. The new platform, the new opportunity, if you're a young kid out there, is an 11-part session live, online, with Caleb Dressel. This starts September 14th. If you want to be live with Caleb Dressel, two-time Olympic champion, 13-time world champion, and, and have this, this personal engagement and really hear what's going on with him, you can do that. you got to sign up by September 14th. This is where you go piece by piece with dressel.learnworlds.com piece by piece with dressel.learnworlds.com we're going to put that in our post when we load it we're going to we're going to point you right to where you need to go and you got to you got to be signed up by September 14th i can't express oh and the price on this price point on this is 80 bucks you get 11 sessions and we talked to him before we started talking about this this whole situation that he's doing and there's so many sessions these are over days and days and days. This is an interface that I can't, I mean, I, if, if I was a kid, I, I, I mean, I, I'd be mowing lawns. I'd be doing everything I could. To, my daughter was swimming still. She's not swimming. If she was swimming, I'd tie her to the chair and make, like glue her eyes to the screen to watch this. <laughs> tell, tell us about it and tell us, you know, where this is coming from. Yeah, so it was actually my, my agent's idea. Um, you know, I wanted something that wasn't just a one-time clinic where you pack as much as you can into a one hour session, um, and then see your kids, good luck with your swimming. Um, whether or not Corona, whether it's in person or even, even online, you know, I wanted something that was, had more consistency to it and more longevity than just here's an hour to get to know me. Uh, maybe I answered your question. Maybe I didn't. So this is a way I feel like to engage with an audience um, so I can learn something. And then in return, I'm hoping that people can see me for who I really am and not just the kid on a poster or the kid on a speedo post or whatever my Instagram has to offer of this far-fetched you know, guy. I, I want people to see me as just a swimmer and as Caleb the person and, and not this far-fetched um, professional swimmer guy. So I want to try to put myself 
in in this series as best as I can in the most personal way that I possibly can. So with some of my, you know, mental approach to the side of things, with some of my adrenaline training, what I write in my logbooks, some practices I've gotten from Troy, actually, which I never share anything um, with what I do in training and practice. Um, and then there's pool time in the water. Um, and then the coolest part is it's going to be live. I think that's the most important thing is because, again, we want this to be as hands-on and as personal as possible. So I just want people to get to see me as Caleb. Um, and the price was a big thing. I didn't want to charge a whole lot. You know, I wanted anyone, I'm not doing this <laughs> to make money. I want to be able to engage with people and, um, you know, connect the sport, especially during, you know, the mess that's going on right now. Uh, and I feel like this offers some consistency, which I feel like people are craving at the moment, including myself. So this will help me keep the pace for, you know, three weeks, even if it is just that short amount of time, but they're 30 minute sessions. They're quick. But I think the most important thing is how many of them that there are. When, when I saw the price point, I was I kind of gulped because I was like, uh, I thought it'd be a thousand bucks. I thought it'd be a lot more. But but I understand why you priced it the way you did. You priced it so that it's accessible to to everybody that can that can that can get in and watch this. And I I think if you're if you're out there listening, I keep saying Dressel dissects. It's called stroke dissects, but it's going to be dressel dissects going forward. It is it is an appetizer, and what does come through is that you are your humility comes through. You really are a student of the sport, and you are just you're breaking down everything. I never would have dreamed that your world record hundred fly had any mistakes. I just it it doesn't it doesn't enter my mind because it's so fast, but. To, to to see those details and to see the way your mind works and how much per- perfectionist you are and how you're always moving toward the perfect swim is pure gold and far beyond the eighty dollar price point to get into this. That's um yeah. So hey, what, so by the way, um, you're starting on the fourteenth. These are thirty minutes and they're quick. Mm-hmm. If you know, if I'm a kid and I'm out there, uh, you know, what what do you hope that like that one twelve year old girl or boy sees and comes away with from you um, when they when they log in? I think two things that I am not that different than they are. Um, I think every age group are out there. You know, I, I've said it tons of times, but what I want to do in the sport is enjoy what I do and swim fast. And I think that's the mindset of every kid who's under 14 years old. And I think we kind of lose sight of that, especially, you know, professional athletes, because there's a bunch of baggage that comes along with it. And when money gets involved, there's a lot of other distractions rather than what I feel like the two main goals should be, which is having a good time doing what you um, have been doing since age five, enjoying that. And then, you know, trying to swim fast. That's the main thing should always be the main thing. So I want these kids or coaches, I'm hoping some coaches sign up to be honest. Um, But I'm hoping whoever watches this, um, they can relate to me in a much more personal manner and realize that I, I'm not this far-fetched guy or far-fetched idea. And then um, I think for the second goal, my second goal through this is the power of goal, set, goal setting and the baby steps. You know, I feel like a lot of kids want to dream of uh, being an Olympian, winning gold medals, setting world records, but that's not really the important part. The important part is how are you going to get better in practice and I leave in 45 minutes for practice. How am I going to get better today? 
Um, and then, you know, come tomorrow morning for practice. We have power. What am I going to do tomorrow to make myself better and make my teammates better? How many kicks am I going to take off every wall? So it's those baby steps along the way that turn into the big picture. If you can't handle the little things, I'm obsessed with making my bed. I think that's the most important thing. I think if everyone in the world made their bed, I think the world would be a better place. So it's those little things that you have to set in line. Then you can start looking at the big picture. So I, I'm going to try my best to break it down on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute, second-by-second basis to show kids that you can't just be dreaming of this giant thing if you're not holding your streamline off the wall. Coleman, do you make your bed? I've actually uh, gotten better oh. about it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, I'll take I, it. I'll I think uh, during quarantine, I've started to make my bed. <laughs> I, I I was making my bed. I stopped about four months ago, I'm, and, I, and I feel a lot of shame right now because Caleb Dressel just told me I need to make my bed. So it looks like I'm getting back on the making the bed. You got to make your bed. You have to make your bed. It's the most important thing. Well, I, the one the one thing that I that we're missing here, and it's like I was wondering where the bullet point because I'm on the website right now. I'm on piece by piece with Dressel dot right now. And I don't see the tutorial on how to do a 42 inch vertical leap. And that's really, I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, if you could teach me something, that's what something that, that Mel Sturton wants to know. Mel is even better. It's going back to the baby steps. Cause you'll have dry land sessions with me and my strength coach, Matt. Um, there's actually, I want to say there's two or three um, dry land sessions. So again, it's baby steps. I can't just show you how to jump 42. You got to put the work in and figure out how to do it yourself. God, that was so, that was, that was a, that was a smooth move, man. <laughs> that was good. You just backed right. You just, you said, I got that. I'm back you set right me into up. it. You set me, that was a slow ball right there. No, no, uh, no. I like it. I like it. So here's a, here's a good question. If, and I just told you, if, if this were, if I was a kid during my day, Matt Biondi would have been the guy that I wanted. I wanted, you know, I really would have wanted to see this from him. I would have wanted the eleven-part live online session with Matt Biondi because he was just, he was the star, and he was and he was he, he had a lot of humility, and he was a smart guy, and he was very thoughtful about everything that he did. For you, who was that summer? Goodness, you know, I, I don't think I ever had my one person, my one go-to swimmer. I liked to pick and choose um, of my, my favorite parts that each swimmer did. So it, whether it was Brennan Hansen's mindset behind the block, whether it was how relaxed Pearsall was 100% of the time, um, whether it was how Lochte could shut his brain off and just go and race, whether it was Lezak having some big kahunas, there's different things that I like to steal from each swimmer rather than just put all my eggs in one basket. So there's nothing wrong with stealing. And that's why I don't want to say everything that I do is what everyone should be doing because I don't think that at all. There might be one thing, maybe two things that you can take from maybe my mental approach or stroke technique that you can steal for yourself, which is great. Just like the new name for my YouTube videos, I'm going to steal that. It, it, it just depends whatever you like and whatever you're comfortable with working with or uncomfortable. It doesn't always have to be comfortable. Whatever you like, steal it, try it out for yourself. So that's what I did. I would just pick and choose from a bunch of different, bunch of different swimmers. And I'm still doing that till this day. Anybody out there listening? Um, we are not the first crack on the promotion of piece by piece with Dressel.learnworlds.com. He went to Speedo USA and teased it. And if you're, if, you, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're not going to see it. But it was on their Instagram account. This is the teaser. You guys see this? Best teaser ever. <laughs> Best teaser ever. Uh, if you're not following Caleb, they need to follow Caleb Dressel, right? On, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. 
It's just C-A-E-L-E-B. I got that extra E in there. So if you're trying to spell my name and nothing's coming up, just remember the E. Following no one. He's just he's just an island. I I, I literally have to, just right before the, the podcast went, Caleb's following no one. But you know what? I, I respect that because I, I it goes back to something you said when 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 uh, when Coleman was interviewing you on Decadency Two A's, and I and I it might have you might have said it when you went the forty two hundred fly, thirty nine hundred free, seventeen fifty free. You're like, yeah, I shut my social media off. I just I just muted it. Um, it's, it sounds like you really you 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 figured out how to how to manage social media. Is that a part of your eleven session? Uh, tutorial for the swimmers? It's not, but I'm I'm thinking that it, it should be. Um, I, I actually got a, a a lot of flack um for unfollowing everybody, not from my close friends, but just from from some people because it does look bad. But I feel like you. I mean, you guys know me well enough. I've talked to you guys plenty of times. I'm I'm not a mean person. I'm a good person. I feel like um, and that's not my means of communicating with people. Um, I don't see half the comments my friends leave under my post. There's just too, too many people commenting and stuff. So it's not social media for me, it's become not personal anymore. So, um, I wanted to use it as of course, showing my personality through it. Um, that's why I'm not just going to put it on private. And I feel like I, I post content that displays me and how I actually am as a person. Um, but it just felt like a distraction and it felt like a chore because each new person I'd meet, Oh, I like them. Like I, I got to follow them. Um, let me make sure I'm following the right people. And then eventually got to the point where I said, well, screw it. If, if I, if you're a really good friend of mine, I will make sure I catch up with you and I'll make sure I stay in touch with you. Um, no matter where you're at in the world. So if I'm a really good friend of yours, Instagram is not going to be my means of seeing what you're doing in your life. It'll be a text or a phone call or FaceTime. If we can share anything behind the scenes, um, here's the thing, just a thought as you're talking, um, there's some kids that are maybe 14, 15, they, they got 800 friends or a thousand followers and they get completely caught up. And it's like, it's, it's like you, it's a lot of bandwidth. It's not healthy. And there's a lot of data that shows you that it can make you depressed. You got to use social, social should augment your life in a fun way to stay connected, but that's about it. No, but you didn't have to defend yourself. I will say this. Um, if I contact um, current superstars, and let's just say they're 50 superstars on, on the planet. Um, there are about three that get back to you within about 24 hours. You're one of them. You are, you're very, you know, you're very respectful of communication and you're, you engage. And if you can't, you say so. And uh, so no, no, no reason to defend yourself, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, uh, so I'm, I'm fascinated by the 11, this 11 session situation. I think you need to add some social, even if it's just a mention within that whole mental mental game thing about getting focused. That might, that might be a good idea. I mean, honestly, because I feel like nowadays with kids, that's just something that's expected. I, I remember making my Instagram account in high school. Now kids nowadays, it's just always been something that's a part of their lives. I remember actually in sixth grade, I was waiting in line at the cafeteria and my friend goes, yo, do you have a Twitter? I was like, a what? And that was the first time I'd ever heard of what Twitter was. So I've, I've been kind of weaned into it, but kids nowadays, it's just, it's expected. Like, Oh, you don't have a Twitter. You don't have an iPhone. Like I still had the flip phone. I mean, I still had all this stuff. So I was weaned into it, I think very gracefully. Um, but I couldn't imagine kids nowadays who are just boom, especially fast swimmers or, you know, top notch athletes, young, young athletes. 
I, I couldn't imagine dealing with that. So I got weaned into it. But if it's just something that's expected, it's got to be rough. So that's not a bad idea, Mel. I might have to, I might have to steal that as well. <laughs> Keep talking. Give me, give me some more. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to pull Coleman in here. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to, and so I'm going to respond to a question that I have and, uh, and then I want Coleman to respond to it. The, so we become fans, you know, if you swim, you're part of the swimming family, you never really let it go. It's in your blood. Chlorine's there. So I, I like, and I become a big fan when I see people have huge breakthroughs and, you know, you got your two gold medals, but your breakthrough was that post Olympic year, that world championships when you tied Phelps for the most medals at, at a world championship, huge moment, huge breakthrough, big rallying cry. Wow. You didn't let us take a nap during the post Olympic year. Thank you very much. <laughs> but the reason why I became a big fan was because of 2018, 2018 was a hard year and you still performed and you didn't whine. You didn't cry. You didn't, I just, it felt to me like the same guy that performed in 17, that amazing job didn't have the best 18 year and had a lot of reasons for it. And you were the same person. And I didn't doubt that you would come back and pop it again in 19, which you did. And, uh, but there's something that, that it's like, it's so difficult to come back after a trying year. And, uh, that's the reason why that's really when I became this like, wow, I'm really a big fan of this athlete. Uh, Coleman, when did you become a Dressel fan? I mean, when did you really love the guy? Um, so the, I think I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to have my agenda now. I'm going to ask Caleb my question and, and answer that at the same time. Uh, so Caleb, you have, he has three, three of the 11 sessions are about uh, logbook journaling and mental game. And I remember the first, I think it was like 2013 juniors, maybe, um, you talked about how you've kept practice logbooks since you were a, a kid, you know, um, and every day you would write in them and, and, and analyze your practices. You've been doing Dressel dissects since you were 15 or something. Nerd. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, that was, that was amazingly impressive to me because I did that a little when I swam, but I know how much discipline that takes. I know how much uh, commitment to your craft that takes. Um, And so my question is, is, uh, you know, you talk about these small baby steps and and how integral is journaling and that mental game um, for taking those baby steps? It's, I I think it's one of the most important after practice, immediate things to do. Um, it's the best way to be able to look to see if you're actually heading in the right direction. You know, your, bl- your brain likes to play tricks on you. It does it to me every year because I'll hit a rough patch mid-season and I'll hit a really rough patch right before I start tapering. And every year it's like this new phenomenon that I forget about every time. But if I look back through my logbooks, it's the same thing that happens at the same time every year. So it's nice to have the pages remind you because your brain forgets and it doesn't want to remind you because it wants every situation to be the worst thing ever. So to be able to have the logbooks, to be able to look back at a practice I did in high school on what's today's day, August 24th, to be able to look back at a practice from August 24th from five years ago, it's cool. And it's, 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 it's amazing, I think, to be able to have that in my handwriting and what I was thinking for stroke technique five years ago and to be able to develop off of that. And even if I'm not flipping through my logbooks to take the practice and put it on paper 
for me. That helps me maybe remember it was a really good one or forget that it was a really bad one. But either way, I want it out of my mind, good or bad, on the paper, and then close the book and be done for swimming for the day. And then the next day, show up and get after it and try to, you know, make even make even my craft that much better um, off of what I have on the pages from the previous day. So I think journaling is huge and not just for swimming. I have a swim journal. I keep looking over here because I'm looking at my journal and my swim journal, it's, it's on the right side of my desk. So I think at night I journal, um, if it was a good day or a bad day, take it, put it on the paper, close the book and be done with it. And then swimming is the same thing, good or bad practice. You know, you can have your high from a good practice. You can have your low from bad, put on the paper, close the book and be done with it. Coleman, do you love him because he journals? Is that what you're saying? I do. I, you know, you, Mel wanted to know if, uh, how can I learn a 42 inch vertical? And I think I am such a Caleb Dressel fan because he really puts it out there that your, you, what you do physically is only, is only, is half the battle. If that, and, uh, and he, and, and you, Caleb really emphasized that, uh, you should be taking small steps and you should be taking them up here in your head as well as with the rest of your body. I, I think it's huge. I'm not the most physically intimidating swimmer on the blocks. Um, I know it's not my physical attributes that necessarily get it done. So I gotta, I gotta find somewhere else to get better at. And the mental game is huge. There's always ways to get better technique wise, your mental game, and just being a better person in practice, helping your teammates, even communicating with, with Troy. I think that's been my biggest gain this year has been being able to communicate with Troy. We've just been we've been vibing good. I mean, that's the best way to put it. It's just been really nice clicking with him. And we've just been clicking so well lately. Um, I think this is the first real grasp I've had on the sport of swimming. Um, it really came kind of January, February this year. I, I really started to understand my style in the sport and what I need to do and how to get things done in practice and how, you know, being a nice guy is not always the best thing to do. Um, you know, attacking every set, being more aggressive. It's just things I figured out this year. And I've, I've got, I feel like a more confident, the most confident grasp on the sport I've ever had and the real grasp on the sport I've ever had in my whole career. So it's been a good, it's been a great year, man. It's just unfortunate circumstances. So I'm your competition. I'm out there and you see that they, sign up for this 11 part session <laughs> to try to get inside your head so they can get out. Do you, do you hold back or do you just give it up? I mean, I, yeah, I, I hold back in everything, even the, the stroke dissects. I, I'll never put everything out there. Um, I have, to, I can only go 99%. I can't give away everything. And it's not like I got some big secret. Um, but some of this stuff is just hard for me to, write or say in a way that people actually be able to understand because I am a straight up nerd when it comes to stuff like this. Um, but now I can't ever, can't ever put everything fully out there. Maybe when I'm done swimming, I don't know, but it's just kind of this, this thing I have Troy's the same way where you gotta, you gotta leave the guard up just a bit. <laughs> I think Troy leaves the guard up a little more than just, yeah, Troy's guard might be all the way up. boy. <laughs> I've known Troy since I was like 11 years old. I mean, it's, it's, I'm going on 40 years I've known this man. And, um, yeah, he's tough. He's uh, the first one. I hadn't seen him in years. I saw him. And he, he comes up to me. And he's, like, he's talking about the tech suits. And he goes, what's up, Melvin? And if you call me Melvin, you've known me a long time. He goes, what's up, Melvin? What do you think of these suits? Before I could answer, he's like, I think they're cheat suits. I call them cheat suits. They, they don't have to work as hard. 
start. He's been he's been a new man since since retiring from college. I swear he walked on deck this morning and I was like, oh, no, I was like, he looks younger. I was like, this is not good for me. This is not good. <laughs> he's regressing at age. He is. I know. Dude, I swear. Like I've watched him since this like uh, since this year, 2020. I've seen him dance on deck. I've never seen him dance on deck before. It's I'm telling you, he's going he's going back in time. And I am nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. You need to get some video of that. That that your your account's like what two hundred fifty nine thousand. You you know you're going to cross several million, but this will get you on the way faster. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to sneak a camera on there or something. Yeah, I get. I mean, it just depends on the day, man. Who knows? Maybe he's in a bad mood tonight. We'll see. I'll t- I'll let you know in a little bit. We're d- we're down to the last eight minutes, and uh, can we, do do you mind if we just bring up ISO because your your sister is now on the same team that was recently yeah. announced in Swim Swam. Talked, you know, you're uh, easier. Uh, we're talking about uh, Greg Troy. He's the coach. So, talk to us about ISL and, and what your plans are heading forward. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to have something actually within reach. So, I believe it's October, mid October. I hope I have that timeline right. Is when it's 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 supposed to be the um the series of meets. But I mean, going off of last year, it was nice to have something that was an actual show. Um, it made you feel like a real professional athlete. Honestly, it was an absolute show they put on with the DJ, the lights, um, just the, the ambiance in general, it was just so ecstatic and it was very fun to be a part of that. And it didn't matter about times, which it's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in times, especially mid season. I mean, I'm guilty of this and the whole point of ISL is just get your hand on the wall for first and score points for the team. It's so team oriented, which is something I was craving once I finished collegiately, um, you know, I was just craving that team atmosphere. I feed off that. I love it. And the postgrad group has that to a certain extent. It's not like you're swimming with 40 guys. Like I get that. Um, so ISL, it definitely offers that even having the relays, um, and how quick paced it was. It's not boring. It's not boring to watch. Goodness. I mean, I don't even watch swimming on TV. I'm sorry, but I feel like ISL, it just gives you, I'll watch World's Olympics, but this mid-season meets I don't watch on TV. But it gives you something that's a quick two hours. Here's your lights, here's your show, and here's some super fast swimming. Forget about the times. No one knows the time. I don't even know short meter times. No one knows short meter times. So, <laughs> no one in America. So, it was nice to have that to where nothing mattered except getting your hand on the wall first. So, it was, it was, it was awesome being a part of that. So, I mean, ISL is great. And then having Sheridan, um, I didn't even, like, push for it. Uh, Jason was like, hey, we're going to pick up Sheridan. I was like, Okay, <laughs> that'd be awesome. So Jason having, like, um, yeah, yeah, Jason having like general manager, Cali Condors. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's you got a tight little family there. I know. I got Sheridan. Um, Sheridan went to UF. I had two years with her, and then I hope she's on the Condors as well. So yeah, we got. I, I do have a very close family. Um, we have a good time. We're actually in the middle of planning our um, family uh, Christmas trip right now. We're trying to go up in the mountains somewhere. Nice. Okay. Well, we're down to six minutes and there's really only one thing. How much would it cost to get Dressel Dissex to Dressel Dissex a Mel Stewart race? What would it oh, cost? Me? Would it, I was talk to I, Erica about that. If you send me, Mel, if you send me a video, I always said I would never do it because <laughs> I shouldn't be the one to tell someone what to do. That's why I only critique my races. But Mel, if you're giving me permission, I'll do it, man. I, if you did it, it would be, it'd be so funny. It'd be like, I'm, I'll give you a little preview. There's a start. That was a little bit, that was kind of <laughs> There he is. Oh, could have taken a little further underwater. I'm not sure about the streamline. Like, what is he doing? 
this turnover is like up and down and up and down. It needs to tighten it. Yeah. I can find good. I bet I can find something good in it. Here's the thing. I would want you to find something good and be like, he did that. And I guess we can just have that takeaway. And the rest of it, I'm just absolutely tearing into you. <laughs> the right answer to my question was, Mel, talk to Erica. My, my, we love Erica, Wright. We love Erica, Wright. She's, she is, she is in swimming and representing the sport and uh, we love what she does. And we love her support, but you should say, Mel, talk to Erica, hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that would sound like Erica. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's, that's your job. That's what she's supposed to do. But uh, anyway, that'd, that'd be fun. I, I, I'm, uh, I, I have to, just in the last, in the last four minutes, it's a, you know, you popped a hundred breasts, you popped a 200 IM. Um, if you were, if there's something that you wanted to do and that you don't really have the time to do, or it's just like, it's outside of your schedule. I'm like, I'd like to race this. What would you like to race? Oh goodness. Oh, 200 fly long or short, <laughs> short <laughs> course. You're supposed to say 200 butterfly. Short course. course, short course, short course, short course. short course. A short course two fly would be pretty fun. You, that would you, be really fun. You'd be, what would he go, Coleman? What would, what would he go for 200 yard butterfly? Just guess it. We'll you predict it. 138, 200 IM. I'm, I'm going, what's the record? 137? I think I'm saying 136. I think he'd break it. Don't disrespect like, Conger. Is Conger the 137? Yeah. Yeah, he's 37.9. Hey, I've never been one to be the woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, I'm not going to say anything. Until you didn't I'm say it, yeah. Days. No, you don't You're have right. to say That's it. That's why I'm don't I, I know Mel's gonna say, Oh, what do you think? Here you go, I'm not doing it. I am, I, I do not like people woulda, coulda, shoulda. Don't, don't be one of those guys. So, I'm if, not, not if, sc- if schooling had held, if schooling had the record, I think you would you have answered differently. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's that, that, I was hoping you would answer. I would have you say, Yeah, I'd take that down. <laughs> Jojo's my boy. I wouldn't say anything bad about Jojo. I, I, I think that I was, I was backing into that question as a joke, just out of curiosity. But I do think that, you know, we love Jack, but I do think that that would be a very insecure 137. <laughs> because, you know, you've got such easy speed going out. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Two, two <laughs> flash short course would have been fine. Um, I mean, honestly, I would – I hope in the future I would – be able to swim all my um, NCAA races from short course yards and, you know, maybe get a, a shave and a taper in. I think that'd be really, really fun. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll talk to Troy about it, getting some more short course yard races in. But long course, I feel like I got all the long course races right now. I don't know if there's like anything new I really want to try. So I don't know. If I'm supposed to answer two fly, then two fly. We're not pressuring you, buddy. We're not pressuring you. We're just, I'm just out of curiosity, and I'm going to throw out another option. You could, you could pull a Nathan Adrian or Matt Greer, show up at US, U.S. Masters, drop a 200-yard butterfly just for fun. <laughs> How is there an age limit for Masters? Am I? I think it's 18. It. 18? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So. I'm going to start swimming Masters. <laughs> yeah, we do that. I'm going to be Rowdy's world records in Masters. That's what I'm going to do. Rowdy's going to take your spin in the chair, and he's going to, he's, he's going to take all your master's records. I'm, I'm coming for Rowdy's records and his job. I'm not I'm going the whole way. I actually think Rowdy would be okay with that. Just I think he's the biggest fan as we are. Steer. <laughs> all right, look, we're, we're down to the last minute. We're going to, just going to say this, guys, if you're out there, you need – 
sign up by September 14th. This is Piece by Piece with Dressel at dot. Piece by Piece with Dressel dot learnworlds.com. We're going to put it in the post. I'm going to tell you where to go. Caleb Dressel is going to dissect my 200 fly. This is the greatest day that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Will you come back on the podcast? Absolutely. This was actually a good time. I'm not, I'm not even worried about time. I haven't been looking at the clock. This was fun with y'all, seriously. It was, this was really good. <laughs> <laughs>